thank you for staying tuned, listener. It's 1.11 p.m. CST. Kalpan Standard Time. 1.11. What an, what an almost eerie time to start broadcasting. I'm going to take that as a positive sign. We'll, we'll check in with one of our, one of our listeners, Andrea. She'll, uh, of course, she always travels with her little fairy number book, and she'll tell us exactly what 1.11 p.m. CST wants to, wants to, what message that's sending us today. But check out our poll. Good thing or bad thing? 1.11 p.m. CST. Where's Kalpan? We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Just for now, I'll paint the little picture. I'm walking down a little, little town street, and I've got, let's see, one, two... I can see three, three volcanoes. Three volcanoes. One was spouting out a little bit of steam. Choo-choo, a little, little steam volcano earlier this morning. Um, no magma. Just a little bit of steam. Just to let you know, I'm not a mountain. I'm not a mountain. I'm not quite ready to, do, uh, to put on a big show, but just realize I'm not a mountain. And uh, we respect it. We respect it. We, we keep our distance. Although I think later... I was the S. I think later, oh, I gave him a Buenos Dias. At least he returned to Buenos Dias. He didn't say, Buenos Dias, it's 1.11 p.m. CST, that's a Buenos Tardes. Turn, that, turn those Dias into Tardes. Um, might be blowing up to a volcano later. And the plan is, is, well, we don't really have a plan, but just hanging out here. Uh, let me get back into where I left you yesterday. Of course part one of Date Night in Tlaxcala. This is, you guessed it, listener, this is part two. This is part two, and I don't completely remember where we left off, so I'm sorry if we're going to repeat ourselves a bit. You know, I would like to go back and listen to my own broadcast just to see where I left off, but alas, no internet, no data. I'm just recording this. Hopefully this will be recorded. You know, this is the first try, you know, offline experience with Anchor, and let's see how it handles it. I will have internet when I return back to where I'm staying, um, which is a good thing because I have a job interview today at 3 p.m., 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time because I applied on Indeed.com for a paralegal gig, you might remember, as a virtual paralegal. Well, I'm, I'm still a real person, so I'm not, I can't call myself quite a virtual paralegal, but a paralegal that works virtually, a human paralegal that that works virtually, um, and it's a Pacific Standard Time lawyer, which is cool. That's something interesting. I've never worked with a Pacific Standard Time lawyer, an immigration lawyer. So she reached out yesterday and said, "You wanna you wanna do an interview?" I said, "Yeah, sure. I'm gonna be in Kalpan." And she's like, "Okay, you wanna?" Uh, I told her about the volcanoes and everything. She didn't seem interested. Uh, said, "Do you wanna do a?" 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time interview. I said, why, yes, that's 3 p.m. here in Kalpan. Once again, she didn't really seem interested, but um, I'm, just, I'm just walking, just walking. Here, a lot of, uh, they just, just uh, picked all the, the corn, so there are a lot of bare fields right now, and oh, this one's on fire. This field is on fire. It smells good. It smells really good. I've got a banana in my hand, too. As I was leaving, I said, I gotta go talk to 
a friend and the world for a while. I'm going to go for a walk. She said, yeah, take, take a banana just in case. So I've got this banana. I might get into it any second now. Um, one second. Buenas tardes. Um, yeah, a little, little giggle and smile from those old ladies. They are not used to seeing a man of of my stature and skin color here in Kalpan speaking English into little today. Now, this will be available in Kalpan. Check out uh, right to your right to your closest Spotify. It might be Spotify Kalpan. Their headquarters, interestingly, I think, are in Kalpan, and they have jurisdiction over all of Puebla, the state. But definitely, definitely write them because are we on Spotify yet? I don't think so. <laughs> which is fine. Which is fine. We've been remember, listener, we've been doing this, you know, offline, you know, just for our own listening pleasure for years. So if that's all it is now, right? That's that's okay. That's actually the status quo for us, just because. We would prefer to share this material with you, um, you know, the listener from Bangladesh, from Kalpan, from, from Jakarta. I always think, I think I always mention Jakarta. Or from Chicago, Illinois. Um, we do hope to get on Spotify at some point. It does say that we're published on Spotify, but I don't think we are because I've tried searching. I've tried searching, and I'm no, I'm no Spotify expert, but I have been using it for quite some time and uh, maybe I'm doing something wrong but haven't found searching for grandpa yet so hopefully that'll change that'll change soon but let's get back to date night in Tlaxcala um, I think I already told you it ended in just me in a bang motel on my own you know I pocketed the condom for further use. I did jerk off. I definitely did jerk off because it's really, it's, it's even more depressing not busting a load in a bang motel than busting a load into thin air. So I did, did jerk off, but there was no sex uh, in Tlaxcala. And that is mostly due to a somewhat catfish-like situation um, with with Vic the bloke. Very nice girl though, very nice girl. Just was, didn't really wanna have sex with her. Smile would be disappointed. I don't know if I told you, but Smile, I heard her a couple times. This is, this is maybe gonna be a tangent, but we did wanna have a Smile tangent soon. Smile is now out of the hostel uh, completely, as am I, although my stuff's there. Um, but she's been expelled, she's been expelled. You know, she finally, she moved just in time, just in time to, uh, to get out before the hostel was transferred over to, um, to new owners. And maybe they were just anti-Chinese, maybe they were racist or something, because she's the only one who moved. And I can't, I really wish I was there when she, she finally said goodbye and would have loved to see whether it included... So when are when are you guys going? By the way, <laughs> and where? Oh, no, no, no. Not, not really leaving. All right. So now I'm now I'm in this. I don't know if I can be here. I think I can. It's just a little dirt path that's going right through these splitting cornfields. It looks like it goes forever. I'm gonna get up into those hills, take a little picture, 
check it out on our Instagram. Well, that would actually be cool. It would be cool to, pub, to, to post some, some pictures on our Instagram of, of our satellite studio locations. Because, uh, of course, as leaders of the search party, a lot of times we broadcast from the field. And right now, I'm literally broadcasting from the field. The field right now is a field. So, looking for any signs of, of that old, lovely but elusive grandpa. Um, so, so, yeah, Smile really was, you know, I told her that I was going to, to Tlaxcala and I was going to stay there the night. And she asked, why, why stay the night? It's a great city, but really so small. Stay for one, two hours maximum. And I said, no, it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm about to go into Spanish there, I don't know why. Um, it's K. It's that, uh, you know, I was going I'm, to, I'm, I have a date. I have a date in Foxcala. And so S- Smile really, she loved hearing that. And she actually started telling everybody. And I, I came down the stairs one day, one morning, I think the morning of my Tlaxcala trip, and she was telling Manuel, uh, a.k.a. Jose Rodas, she was telling him, Alex will go to Tlaxcala for 24-hour date with a girl, and he will most definitely have sex with her. And I was just walking, I was like, wait, what? And she's like, yes, isn't that funny, Jose Rodas? Alex will go to Tlaxcala to have sex with a girl. And I just walked in and she just looked at me. She said, I'm telling Jose Rodas about how you will have sex with a girl tonight. I said, oh, well, smile. Well, let's, uh, I, I urge you to tune into Searching for Grandpa, a station that's known for, for not wanting to count their chickens before they hatch. We've been bitten before by that. We've been bitten by the chicken that hasn't hatched bitten by the shell oh man now is this a river is this a gully I'm really in the fucking fields now um so smile but also smile smile started getting a little extra smiley with me too i don't know if i ever told you that the day i didn't go to the lake with her and miche or Micha, I, don't, I still don't know his name um they came back from the lake and she said oh i'd like to show you pictures from the lake I said, okay. And uh, she showed me pictures of her naked at presumably the lake, although I didn't even see the lake. She just showed me basically naked pictures. She said, no one was around. I took off my clothes. I felt so free. And I said, oh, wow. And I couldn't quite see nipple, but I saw a decent amount of tit. Um, so that was something. She just scrolled through like six naked pictures. Um, I'm definitely, definitely just in someone's field. Oh, that one's on fire too. Hey guys, is this field supposed to be on fire? You know, this is where I wish I knew more about farming. Um, cause I should either go for help or just let it burn. I think I'm just gonna let it burn. I think it's, I think it's normal. Um, so yeah, so she showed me naked pictures before the morning of my trip to Tlaxcala, she started feeling my, she started touching my arms and being like, wow, that is why you go to the gym. You do not feel like a normal person. You will definitely have sex tonight. I said, okay, well, thanks, smile. Actually, strange, I do appreciate that. Um, that 
Uh, but yeah, kind of weird. And and one time when we were watching, you know, there were some mariachi uh, music videos on or concerts, and there was this guy Vicente Fernandez, and she was smiling, telling me, "Oh, Jose Rodas was telling me that Vicente Fernandez is the." ultimate macho man in Mexico and a symbol of macho man culture in, here in Mexico. I said, oh, okay, that's interesting. Didn't really know that. And she's like, yeah, he groped a woman on stage and everyone loved it. Nothing happened to him. I said, yeah, you know, it's kind of, it can be kind of, you know, dangerous sometimes this macho culture. And she said, yes, very dangerous, but I love it in the bed. I love when a man takes control and throws me around. It is so sexy. Okay, smile. Once again, just popping out. The, I mean, she's, she's kind of... She's, she's, a, she's looking for something with me or with someone else, but she, um, she, talked a lot, she talked a decent amount about sex randomly out of nowhere because you know mostly her conversations are very uh very distant or very i don't know how to describe them you know almost professional but then all of a sudden just ooh, but i love when a man throws me around in bed and treats me like a bad bad little chinese schoolgirl. <laughs> she didn't say that but that's where she was going so um so very interesting with smile she really hedged her bets she must have called her her bookie and said all the yen all the yuan on alex having sex tonight with Toxcala girl and she would have lost it she would have lost it because there was no sex um but i think i told you the next morning i went to uh vb's closely monitored by a few different dangerous dogs uh, her home, her family home, met her mom, met her dad, met her daughter, um, got along with everyone, very nice people, very nice people, and we made breakfast there, she did some homemade chilaquiles, which were good and very spicy, too spicy, I was the only one who could handle the spice, they was too spicy for them, I said, I like it, I really do, so a delicious chilaquiles breakfast, and then pretty much immediately after, it was like, okay, well, let's, let's go to great-grandma's house for lunch. And I said, okay, well, what's going to be in between breakfast and lunch? Oh, no, nothing. That's just going to be our next, that was our next activity. It was breakfast, and then what are we going to do now? We're going to go for lunch. So we went for lunch right after breakfast, and wow, what a time it was. You know, these last 48 hours have actually been pretty excellent. They really have. It's been a really nice weekend. And we'll, well, we'll continue updating you uh, on, or, or, or telling you exactly how this weekend manifested and, and what were things that we particularly enjoyed. Lunch with grandma, great grandma was one of them. I guess it was VB's grandma and VB's daughter's great grandma. But it was. Ooh, E.T. is commenting on my photo. Excellent news. Wow, commenting on my photo. Oh, yeah, so I did. That was my first Facebook activity in a long time. It was just basically, I told you that we went to 
uh, VB's friend's pulque place, his pulqueria, and we tried some pulque. They're just starting. I thought, and they were talking about their Facebook page. I'll follow, you know, like our Facebook page. I said, I'm not only going to like your Facebook page, I'm going to tag you guys in my first Facebook post in a long time. Um, definitely a long time. I mean, I've had some some Facebook posts uh, with with books I've been reading, quotes from Black Lives Matter stuff, but in terms of my actual search for grandpa down here south of the southern border, no Facebook posts until I met, I met the Pulque guys. And I thought, I think people would come from all over the world for this. Such a good price, it's almost worth the, the plane ticket. Pays for itself. And now ET is commenting on it. We will see shortly what that comment is. Um, so we get to Great Grandma's place, and immediately I'm served like it's just a crazy spread. You know, there was a fish soup, there was a, a bean soup, there were so many soups I couldn't even. I didn't, there weren't enough spoons to go around for all the soup I was eating. It was good. It was actually really interesting because I guess, uh, I think I told you this, because of the Carnivalis Fecha, because right now it's kind of the, that date, that special date uh, before uh, Easter, way before Easter, I think Easter, when's Easter? I don't know. I don't really know what's going on. I don't know what the special date is, but they were celebrating with a very traditional meal that they only make really for Christmas Eve and for yesterday. So I ate it yesterday. Wow, that was just yesterday. Wow, so much has happened. Um, so it was good. You know, it, obviously there were tortillas, there were peppers, there was then cacao, and then all the... It was just crazy amount of food, especially for a, a lunch that immediately succeeded. Succeeded? Not proceeded, succeeded? Happened after lunch. Breakfast, I'm sorry. Immediately followed breakfast. I guess you'd say. Um, so, but really just an, a nice meal. The whole family was there. Every now and like, just, I don't know how many people were there in total, but probably 15. Every now and then someone else would run out of the, the house. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Hello there. Hola. Hello there. Buenas tardes. <laughs> you know, I was just, and I was just sitting at the table um, eating with VB's dad. Phoebe's daughter, at this point, wanted really nothing to do with me. Very shy. I think she's just two years old, and so she's lived her last year in quarantine, basically, and hasn't, they said, you know, she's never really seen strangers. And I said, I'm a strange stranger for her to, for, to be her first. Uh, but let's see. Let's see what we can uh, get going. And until this point, the lunch at the great-grandma's, you could get nothing going. She wanted nothing to do with me. She would look at me and, and basically start crying. Um, and I wish I could say she was the first woman to have that reaction. But this girl wanted nothing to do with me. And I wanted nothing to do with her. <laughs> no. You know, I was, I was trying to, hello, hello. But nothing. Until I realized, what's one thing that people all ages love, but especially kids, but people all ages, and especially me as an adult and a kid, games. Of course, I'm a gamesman. Why am I trying to win her over with anything but a game? 
And they just so happened to have served little pumpkin seeds for dessert. And I thought, okay, here's something we can do, a little simple something. I started throwing pumpkin seeds to myself and catching them in my mouth. The old trick. And then, as soon as I did that, I caught a couple and I looked at her, she looked at me, didn't cry, but just opened her mouth. And I said, that's it. And I just started throwing pumpkin seeds at this little two-year-old girl for about 15 minutes. And she was cracking up, she loved it. And I landed one. It was, you know, it wasn't my first try. I'm not gonna pretend that it was, but this girl's mouth was probably an inch by an inch. I was not working with a lot of space. And I was like five feet away and I landed a pumpkin seed right on her little tongue. And she just, her eyes lit up. So, I was like, yes! <laughs> you know, I was so pumped up. And then she spit it out. Um, but really nice time over at great grandma's place. And then it got kind of late. So we haven't even really told you what the plan was for last night and today. You probably are thinking, well, you're probably just going to spend time with BB and Tlaxcala and return to Puebla. And you'd be somewhat right. I am in Puebla right now, but I'm in, am I in Puebla the city? What do you think? I'm in a cornfield that's on fire. No, I'm not in Puebla the city. I'm the Puebla the state about an hour away from the city. How did I get here? Why did I come here? Why is this field on fire? Is that safe? We have, we'll answer a few of those questions and a few of them I think that we should maybe refer to professionals, agricultural professionals, forest fire professionals. I'm not sure who. Maybe just Google it. But I remembered getting to Puebla that I had met people from Puebla. Who, you might ask? In San Cristobal, two people from my little dorm, my little hostel, their first ever hostel experience were Paco and Lily. Paco, 29-year-old guy. Lily, his 16-year-old sister. You might remember Paco invited us to uh, a queer party in San Cristobal. He is gay, and he was going there to meet up with a guy uh, who actually never showed up, but I went, Henke went, uh, I think it was just us four, and it was a great fucking time. And Paco's like a little shy, Lily's a little shy, um, but they're very nice people, and I had remembered they're from Puebla. And I contacted them when I got to Puebla a day after, and they said, well, we're not actually from Puebla, the city, we're from about an hour away, two hours if you go on a bus. Uh, but you're welcome here anytime. You can meet our brothers and sisters. You know, we have 10 of them. You can meet our mom and dad. We have one each. Um, so, one of each. Um, so, I said, you know, what better experiences? Well, actually, there was, I did have a little bit of a doubt because I, uh, I do have some some Tinder and now Bumble, because someone told me Bumble's really the Mexican thing, so try that. I do have some conversations, but, and I thought, well, you know, it's the weekend, I could be in Puebla and maybe see one of these girls, but 
you know, weighing my options, potentially seeing a random girl and maybe getting catfished twice in one week, or going to a little town an hour away where I'm invited to be a guest of a very large family and have that sort of experience in their little town with them, it wasn't a hard choice to make. So that's why yesterday I wanted to be back in Puebla at around 4 p.m. because Paco was going to very nicely pick me up at 4 p.m. and take me to, to his house, which is what happened, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. So we're still sitting down. We had just thrown uh, pumpkin seed into that little girl's mouth. And at, after that, I was pretty much ready to go. <laughs> you know, okay, well, nothing else to do here. Said farewell to the family. Um, I, they all, you know, invited me back at any time. I told the great grandma that I think we could make a killing with her, her little bean cake soup thing because it was really delicious. And I said, you know, vegetarian stuff is really selling well in the U.S. And she wants to go back to the U.S. VB's dad was in the U.S. for like 20 years, and I think his mom was with him. And she wants to go back. And she said, well, let's let's do it. Let's get a business going. And I said, well, here's my card. Here's my card. I'll uh, I can actually. I have a platform. I have a platform now. Free publicity. This is for La Torta de Abas de la Bisabuela. You can find it wherever you find tortillas, mango with chili, and uh, bolis in the U.S. and other places. We're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a huge a huge distribution drive, and we'll we'll get those tortas de abas to everyone soon. Um, so I said my good bit, my, my farewell to everyone, my goodwill or my fair buy, um, and got back into VB's car with her dad, her little daughter. And then they dropped me off to where I could get a little bus. And I was kind of hoping for the snacking bus, although really wasn't hungry at this point after consecutively doing breakfast and lunch with no time in between. Um, got to the highway and VB gets out of the car with me and says, okay, I'll walk you to the highway. Let's say goodbye. You know, I give her a hug goodbye and I immediately see a little colectivo. It says Puebla. And I kind of just like throw my hand out there and it pulls over. And I just said, you know, I just hugged VB. I said, thank you so much for everything. You know, of course we'll, we'll, I'll talk to you soon, or I'll see you soon. Not sure which I said, um, but yada, 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 goodbye. And it lasted maybe a minute. You know, I actually, I gave her two hugs because the, the Colectivo was waiting, but I gave her another hug because she was kind of looking at me like that. And I think I'm not, I'm not sure really what she expected from the goodbye, if it was going to be a, a kiss or something of the type, something a little bit more... Uh, profound, maybe? I'm not sure. But as I got into the Colectivo, I realized, wow, she doesn't really seem that happy right now. And I wasn't that happy to see the Colectivo was pretty full. I had to stand the whole time. When I got back to Puebla, I, you know, saw a text from her that said, 
Like seriously, I loved hanging out with you, meeting you, and but that goodbye was terrible and like a crying face. So she was upset about something. And I said, loved hanging out with you too and thank you so much for everything and hopefully we'll see each other soon. And yeah, the goodbye was quick, but um, you know, it's probably just gonna be temporary, probably. I don't think I said probably. Do I have the hiccups? And she said like, once again, you know, I don't know, like, I really hope we still, we, we keep talking and we see each other again. And, you know, I would really like to, you know, it would be so cool to actually like plan a trip or do something. And she's like, I don't know. I just feel kind of sad since that goodbye. It just wasn't what I hoped for. And I really love and this, this quite long, uh, probably a minute long voice message, uh, double AM broadcast from VB about how she really enjoyed the day and wants to to keep talking and maybe and i don't know i don't think i told you this i think i did she had already told me that she wanted she wished that i kissed her the first night and so um i didn't kiss her any any of the days and i think maybe she she was looking for that so that's what we got with the vb goodbye got back to puebla and showered up you know although we weren't staying at the hostel we went back to the hostel showered there used a towel i think i just left the towel lying in the fucking bathroom too that was that was kind of a that was not a very nice move i forgot about it I'm just remembering now i swear um and you know paco said that he was going to be around in a couple hours and that's when i showered went out looking for an atm and trying to get a full-length broadcast in, which I kind of did. I think it was a 35-minuter yesterday, but very much a part one. Um, well, here's the part two. Pablo, Pablo, Paco, uh, his sister and his brother, which is just a small, tiny fraction of the family, came and picked me up and brought me to this town. And getting to their house was oh, so nice. It was, it's so nice. They have this little store. It's very interesting because the great-grandma also had a little store. So I've now seen, the great-grandma was mostly selling tortillas. And that wasn't a surprise at all because her tortillas were absolutely fire. So good. Oh my God. This one here, it's mostly veggies and little food items. Not a surprise either because the veggies and the food items that I've eaten so far for my second dinner last night, my breakfast today, which we all made, they were delicious. And I made the salsa of the day with them. Um, just very nice family. The mother's from Chiapas and she is, she's gotta be top five moms I've met of all time. Um, just an absolute character, a riot, hilarious, so sweet, so nice. Um, very chatty, loves music, always dancing around, listening to music, you would love her so good his dad Paco's dad also a good dude seemed a really good dude last night when we were going to sleep uh, on these bunk beds Paco was telling me that uh, you know, I said your, your family's great you know your parents are, are awesome thanks for inviting me he said yeah everyone's great my dad and I don't really get along because uh, he doesn't really support um, my, my sexuality 
my sexual identity. And we talked about that for a while before we went to sleep. And just tough, just tough. Just haven't had to deal with anything like that. Not feeling support from your family for who you are. We had a tiny little glimpse behind it and we can't compare. But when, when our mother station would also say, you know, she just doesn't really like how I'm always traveling and always searching for grandpa far from home. Um, we felt that sort of pressure that weighed on us and stressed us out. You know, it did. We broadcasted quite a bit about it. And, but that was just a tiny little portion. I mean, my, my, my mothership is very open and um, often tells me about how, you know, how much she, she supports and loves me as a person. And not getting that from a parent is, oof, that's tough. So shout out to Paco's dad. If you're listening to this, support Paco and smash that subscribe button. Uh, but yeah, just a great time at this family's place. You know, it's like there are 15 of them running around, all really nice people. The brothers, the sisters, um, the, the brothers' kids, so Paco's nieces and nephews. They also have seven dogs that are all just absolute all-stars. Lobo's my favorite, the big wolf one. Uh, he's great. Little wiener dogs. There's a little husky puppy called Esnow. Uh, it's not snow, it's Esnow. Um, so it's just, it's just been, been great. And now we're in this cornfield. We just got back from the market. I was going to broadcast earlier, but they said, we're going to the market. Are you coming? I said, yep. So we took a, took a drive to the next town over, went to this big market. Um, it's just been great. It's just been great so chill here and now maybe we're gonna go camping tonight or we're gonna do something I don't even give a shit what we do it's just it's just been a pleasure spending time with everyone here in this beautiful Kalpan check it out everyone they also the dad also you know they have this business here where they cook and they sell food items I started telling them a little about the a little bit about the Amazon he said what would it take for us to you know offer something touristic here and I said not much not much because what you guys are offering me right now, this sort of homestay, is it's it's incredible, and it's what most you know backpacker types would would want. And that was the same realization that we had in the Amazon, of course, and and we made something with it. They could do it too here. I mean, these parents would be great hosts uh, to everyone, unless you're gay. Your dad wouldn't approve of that, but um, just great hosts, and it's just been such an incredible time. So I think that kind of brings us up to where we are right now in this corn, this smoldering uh, cornfield that's now kind of, it's not a blaze anymore, but it's, there's something. It's on, you know, it's like a, it's like a marina that's just kind of on, on a boil, you know, um, ready to, what do we call that again? Sizzling? No, there's a word for it. Simmering, simmering. The cornfield is simmering. So... Oh, v dirt, dirty B DB just texted me. Yeah, girl, majorly upgraded. Only eight dollars. The bed is massive. Oh, where's she? She um, she texted me a couple days ago. You know, when I saw her, uh, she was gonna go to an air, a couch surfing 
something for the first time the, the next day. And it was with a dude. But she's like, ah, oh, it's the only guy who, the only person who responded to me was the only guy. And I only chose him because he was verified. But I think, so I think it should be okay. She texted me a couple nights ago. Um, you know, he, she texted me. Why is it that y'all men think they automatically have access to the pussy just because you're having a decent time? I got to read that book about mediocre dudes. I swear to God. So I, of course, checked in and said, you know, is everything okay? What's, what's going on? And she said, yeah, I'm okay. I'm definitely leaving here. Like this guy's, you know, he, she said, it's a long story, but he, he's thinking we're about to ride off to the sunset together. Wants to get a motorbike and everything. Y'all too much. Anyways, I, I'm not going to bother to update or bother you with these sort of things anymore because I'm afraid I'll become a broken record. And I said, of course, you can always vent with me. And I am also fascinated. Uh, you know, I'm very uneasy, but interested in this sort of strange masculinity that we've seen so much on this trip where there are just basically so many weird dudes that... It's, it's a social issue. This is a social issue. Men that feel entitled to, you know, try to make moves on women um, when those women are not comfortable. I, I'm still not really sure what... I haven't quite put my finger on it. I think you can notice that because I'm not saying much here, but just these, this creepy dude phenomenon... Uh, it's nuts. It's nuts. And it's disgusting. And it's dangerous. So, um, gotta read more about it. And DB is, has had it kind of rough with a couple of those situations. Even in the short time I've known her, I've seen, you know, she's shared some of these WhatsApp conversations that these creepy dudes have, have had with her. She just shared another one this morning. I won't get into it, but it was another dude that she had given a fake number to, and he found her real number somehow, because it was just one digit off, must have just tried everything, and now it started harassing her on WhatsApp. So it's just crazy, but that brings us about up to where we are right now. Um, I do have an interview in an hour. I have to keep my eye on the, on the watch, but let me bring up our show notes, and we have extensive ones just because what a great show it was last night. And hopefully uh, we didn't miss anything, but we're already at pretty long broadie. And let's see how much longer we've got in us in this smoldering. Now it's pretty hot. I'm glad I have this banana now. That might give me the potassium boost I need to finish out this broadcast strong. E.T.'s belly bulge. Oh, man. That's some comical stuff. And believe me, you're not the only, you're not the only one who's noticed a slight belly protrusion. Um during this quarantine pandemic time, I think it's, it's, it's a common problem and it's easily fixed and you've got all the, you've got all the tools to fix it. I'm not worried about, about ET, a little pudgy ET. And I think it's already worth it for the comedic value that we have of, of your belly popping out of your tight cyclist shirt as you try to demonstrate how to do a sit up. <laughs> that is good. That is good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gaining weight too. I'm glad I've been able to go to the gym a decent amount down here. But, oh man, some of these meals. I mean, I've had, I've had four to five meals daily. 
probably more than I've had two to three. I think my average number of meals per day down here has been 3.8, 3.9. Might even be over 4.0. Just eating, just eating. So I feel good though. I feel good. I'm gonna eat this banana soon. Uh, condom ice creams. Um, the Magnum condom. Okay, that's the Magnum condom and the Magnum ice cream. Um, I don't think that there would be a mix-up between a Magnum. If you, the thing is, I've never seen a Magnum condom. <laughs> so, you know, when you did say I ate a Magnum, I thought, well, maybe it was accidental. You know, maybe he was going for the ice cream, but he got the condom because I don't know. Maybe they look similar. I don't know what a Magnum condom looks like. Does it look like a big hot air balloon. I don't. I have no idea. And um, I don't think I, I. I don't think I'll have to to look into it. Although I have had some very dis, very uncomfortable condoms down here and everywhere in the last, you know, you know, the stories. But we won't get into that now. Uh, 5% embarrassing. That was also about your, your time with Big D demonstrating a, a sit-up that ended up just with a belly protrusion plop, plopping out. 95% uh, funny, 5% embarrassing. That's the thing. I, I share, that's, that's the thing about unfiltered content. We are almost guaranteed to share any threshold. I don't know if we have an embarrassment threshold. I don't know if we'd say, well, it's 50% embarrassing, 51% embarrassing, 49% funny. I better not share it. I better not share it with the world here on Searching for Grandpa. That's not going to happen. And... I don't even think it would be, oh, you know, it's 98% embarrassing, 2% funny. I still think that that's going to be shared. I still think, especially if that 2% is good, a good 2%. I mean, by God, I peed my pants before my Spanish exam. And I was telling that story in the hostel just a couple months ago with, obviously, friends, also a marina, and I think strangers as well. And I just kind of told him the story about me peeing my pants before in a Spanish exam. And I said, when was this? I said, like, a month ago. <laughs> you guys thinking that this was like in third grade? This was a month ago. You know? But it's, is it a good story? Yeah, it's a great story. I don't know why it came up. It was the first time I ever told it outside of this very platform. But when, when we were back on WhatsApp, everyone loved it. Gray hairs. Gray hairs from one broadcaster receding hairline from another. Man, it's tough. I have to say, I'd much rather your, your gray hairs than my receding hairline. You know, I don't even give a shit if my hairs start turning gray because I know it's their dying days anyway. Even the gray ones are going to, they're receding too. I probably would have gray hairs, but they've already receded. They were probably popping out where, on my forehead where hair should be. And they said, you know what? Why even bother? Let's just bring this back three inches so oh we touched on it yesterday but a great pull the deodorant pull we really loved that and i don't think and correct us if we're wrong listeners i don't think that we're going to find an outlier quite as extreme as the one that we found in one of our own studios in rj known by known as rj now by the whole family what is going on? 
That is nuts. I haven't used a spray deodorant in a while, so I can't participate. I'm gonna have to, you know, there should be an option on the pole. Don't use spray deodorant, use roll-on, which is what I use. But yeah, I have used spray deodorant. I've certainly never gone through a deodorant in a week or in three weeks or in six weeks. I mean, deodorants last a long time, but not if you're RJ and you redundantly apply an insane amount of deodorant to each armpit. That is crazy. Oh my God. Group leftover ingredients. Yeah, smile just, this is about smile, just getting into to everyone's food. And it was for the group of initially, but you're right, as soon as it's not used in the, the communal food, it resets, you know? You wake up the next morning, it's not like, okay, gonna eat this, gonna eat that. Nope, nope, that was yesterday. Today's a different day. There's no guacamole now. So back off from my chips. But Smile's just a, she's just a character. She's an absolute character. Um, very interesting, very interesting uh, segment about our desire to become world famous broadcasters. Our desire for world fame is our show note. And do we want this to be successful? Searching for grandpa? Of course. We want to find the bugger and we need help. Come on, why do I have to explain this? He's been gone for three years. You know what it's like to be without a grandpa for three years? How much he misses? He didn't see my first receding hairline. I miss him. Let's find him. Join the search. Smash the subscribe button. So we want this to be a global success and hopefully it will be. If it's not, I mean, we still love doing it. Still a passion, absolutely still a passion. We've been doing it for three years without world fame, without that desire for world fame. But now we have that desire and you can't quench it. You can't quench it until you actually get that world fame. But do we want that world fame to be associated to, to our faces? Definitely not with friends and family because as you said, this show really cannot even be produced if friends and family are part of the search party. They cannot join the search party because there's some very sensitive material. When you're searching for a family member, when you're searching for grandpa, you gotta, you gotta vet everyone who's on, you know, you gotta vet the whole family. Who could it be? You know, it's one of these mysteries. It's one of the 48 hours datelines sort of shows where it's grandpa's been missing and everyone that I know, friends and family, are potential suspects. We love them, we continue to love them. There is solidarity, but everything that they say and our thoughts about those family members are gonna have to go through the entire vetting system. And what's that entire vetting system? It's right here on Searching for Grandpa. So there are some very, very personal things that are said here. It's a dear diary. And your diary, you typically don't want it out there to friends and family. You typically don't out, want it out there for the world. But is this a normal Dear Diary? No. It's an entertaining, it's a profound, it's an endearing Dear Diary. 
That's actually where the deer comes from, endearing, endear diary. So, of course, and if we never get fame, I know, you know, I don't really want personal fame. I would like our Patreon page to, to fund the trip. You know, the next five years of searching for grandpa, I would love that. But do I need to be known as a world-famous broadcaster? Do I want to see myself on ET, VH1, MTV? Not really. Not really. I've had little run-ins with fame, famous people, rich people. Can't say they are really... Can't say I'm really envious of that lifestyle. So... But... Come on, searching for grandpa. If people don't like this, what do they like? What are they even listening to? What are those other podcasts? I mean, come on. I've heard some of those podcasts. They're a bunch of dullards. They're a bunch of dullards. Just talking about dullard sort of things. Not us. Return of DB. We already kind of got into that. And I really hope DB is, is doing well. She did just send me pictures of a beautiful looking hostel for $8, which is 160, 160 pesos. That's good. That's really good. That's cheaper than Jose Rodas's place. Faith and Faye. Sorry you uh, didn't connect to Dr. Faye or he didn't connect with you, but we really do hope that Monday we'll have some sort of definitive answer on what's going on with ET's nether regions. You know, because now it's back, and back connects to hip, and hip connects to left nut. Where does it end, you know? Just so, so much we got to check out. Where should I go now? I'm leaving the field. I think I'm going to go up to this, this dirt road. Um, the bus journey we touched on yesterday. Broadie repping sound levels. So as part, you know, you're not going to hear a lot of unfiltered, unadulterated, broadcasts uh, on other podcasts, okay? This is something that we are potentially the pioneers of, and you be the judge, but uh, so far it's been met with a resounding approval. I mean, it certainly has brought joy and comfort and meaning to these last three years and these these two broadcasters lives but there are going to be some things that you might not have to you might not be used to hearing on other broadcasts one of those probably repetition you know are we are we scripted no we're unscripted are we adulterated no we're unadulterated filter well you know the answer to that so we do not consult a script if i and repeating myself, because yesterday I broadcasted about, say, Smile, potentially wanting to have sex with me, and I don't remember today, well, you might listen to that twice. It might actually be a good way to realize this is unfiltered stuff, because I heard something, I heard the same story yesterday, but told in a completely different way, and I have two versions of a funny story. These guys are just, whew. They're just improvising. That's unbelievable. You're right. It is. We are. Thank you. But you might not be used to that. Was there a little bit of repetition in ET's broadcast with his potential trip to Miami? 
with Miami girl? Yeah, there was. But did that bother? Oh man, tractor, tractor. Should I tell them about the smoldering field? Hey man, I don't know if that's one of the water tractors or it's kind of the harvesting tractor, but there's a field on fire down there. You should get, maybe you should, you're going the wrong way. Oh, yeah, turn around. Um, so, wow, beautiful plants here. I never took a picture. I should take a picture. Uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, when I started this. Um, there it is. I wanted to say when I started this, I finally got to say it. So, repetition. There was some repetition on your last broadcast. There's, I'm sure, some repetition on mine. I just wanted this, the, the listener to, to know that that's what you get with unfiltered content, and it's not even a bad thing. What is potentially a bad thing are working out little kinks in, in sound levels, because I finished yesterday's broadcast, and all of a sudden, boom, I was in Prince, Prince Royce was in my head and so loud and I thought oh my god I didn't even know my phone could go this loud I had my headphones in I didn't even know my headphones could bump this loud and I kind of liked it I was like wow I'm glad I can get this loud but it was, unsus it was unsuspected and so we didn't really know that Prince Royce I actually thought it would just went back to my Spotify um, and then I was playing Prince Royce before I broadcasted but no that was that was Eat part of ET's broadcast, which was a very, very hot outro, which we haven't had many of, and we were very happy to hear it. Do not get us wrong, but we should work out kinks in sound levels because that when the oh cardboard cutout. I there was this woman. I saw her in the corner of my eye, and I I thought it was in a store, and I didn't say hi to her because I thought she was a cardboard cutout. <laughs> And no, listener, we are not microdosing or macrodosing anything, but I just had a split second where I thought that woman was a cardboard cutout, you know, some sort of publicity for the store. And I did a double take, and she was real. She was moving. And then I said, bueno, the, you know, not really. I was so surprised, and I wanted to acknowledge her, but I was just so surprised that she was a real person, not made out of cardboard. So that's going to be it for today. It's a 55-minuter, and... We're really happy to get a full broadcast in. Um, feels good. I mean, this is just, this is a part two, 55 minute or, you put those two parts together, there's gonna be a lot of content from this side of the, the pond to listen to, hopefully on Spotify. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna check again whether we are on Spotify when I have internet, but at the very least, enjoy ET, and hopefully the rest of you as well. It, signing off here from Kalpan. Please stay tuned. <laughs>